Welcome to Wake Up with Wall Street for Friday, April 9th. Today's top stories. Prince Philip, the Duke of Edinburgh and husband to Queen Elizabeth, has died at the age of 99. My condolences to all my British friends. In business news, President Biden said yesterday he, was, he is willing to negotiate the terms of the corporate tax increase he wants in order to fund his infrastructure plan. Does this mean that the tax increase is dead? I'll have thoughts shortly. And General Motors just announced that it will stop production at three more assembly plants, including one in Michigan that makes some of its most popular and most profitable models. If the demand for chips is there, then what's the problem with supply? I'll discuss that in a moment. Finally, after two days stuck and idle, the stock market picked a direction yesterday. Was it forward or reverse? Well, I'll have more on those and other topics shortly, as well as a complete check of the overnight markets. I'm Scott Nations. Now wake up and let's get to it. A quick recap of the action on Wall Street from Thursday. Stocks closed higher across the board yesterday with the S&P gaining four-tenths of 1%, while the NASDAQ 100 gained 1% on the day. Most of the S&P sectors were in the green as well, with technology the big winner. Energy lost ground as crude oil prices remained under $60 a barrel. Yesterday, we also heard from President Biden, and he said he's willing to negotiate on his hoped-for corporate tax increase, which would pay for his hoped-for infrastructure plan. I think that means the tax increase may be completely dead and is almost certain to be pared back in a way that means it will never come close to paying for the infrastructure spending that the administration desires. This means we'll probably end up spending most of the money but not raising much of it, so the result will be another big bump in our already stupidly big national debt. And make no mistake, that debt is manageable now, but there's likely to be a moment in our lifetimes when financial or geopolitical events push us to a crisis because of our national debt. Another sign that the tax deal is in jeopardy is the reporting in the Financial Times that the business groups who are normally in favor of infrastructure spending are against this deal because of the tax increases. I'm not surprised because that's a pretty easy position to take, being all for spending and completely against paying for it. In more immediate news, General Motors announced yesterday it would stop production at several assembly plants in North America and would extend shutdowns at others due to the computer chip shortage that I've discussed previously. One of the plants GM will shutter makes mid-size SUV models, which are very popular and even more profitable, so you know the problem is real. Just as demand is ramping, supply is constrained. General Motors stock lost 1.2% yesterday. What's going on with computer chips? Well, users of chips canceled orders when COVID hit, so producers slowed production and chip production isn't easily ramped. We now want more chips than ever before, just as production is hobbled. Add a fire at an important chip plant in Japan and supply is a fraction of demand. This won't be solved quickly or easily, so get ready for supply problems for everything that uses a computer chip, and in this day and age, that's just about everything. Turning now to the day ahead on Wall Street, at 7.15 a.m. Eastern Time with 2 hours and 15 minutes to go before markets open, stocks are mixed this morning after yesterday's gains. Futures indicate that the S&P is set to gain 0.15% on the open, while the NASDAQ 100 is set to lose just about the same amount, it's set to lose one-tenth of one percent. Interest rates are slightly higher this morning, and that's one reason the NASDAQ 100 is having a tough time. 
The 10-year yield is at 1.66%, which is a gain of three basis points from yesterday's close. Crude oil is a tick higher, and it's trading at $59.70 for May delivery. We'll get some news and data today with producer price index data for March due to be released at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Markets expect an increase of 0.5% for the headline number and an increase of 0.2% if you ignore food and energy prices. I don't know why you would ignore those, but economists seem to like to. And since it's Friday, it's time for the recognition that every business person desires more than life itself. It's time for this week's worst company in the world. This week's worst company is... U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen. Why Treasury Secretary Yellen? For this week's suggestion that the U.S. should surrender its economic sovereignty and subject its corporate tax rate to a referendum from the rest of the world. I'd rather we implement a tax rate that's best for us and then compete the rest of the world into oblivion. And I'd rather that some emerging economy be free to set a corporate tax rate that will allow them to flourish while making the lives of their citizens better. In an age when Washington loves to overreach, congratulations to Secretary Yellen for the biggest overreach in years. That's been Wake Up With Wall Street for Friday, April 9th. I'm Scott Nations. Remember, you can follow me on Twitter for breaking news and general silliness throughout the trading day. My Twitter handle is at Scott Nations. Now wake up and go get them.